Welcome back to our podcast. I am your host, Lauren Mazadonsky, and today I have with me the two lovely ladies from Shine Image Consulting. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi, Lauren. It is so Welcome. good. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Of course. I'm so excited to dive into this because the first time I got to meet these lovely ladies, um, we talked forever. We ugly cried together. We did all the things. So I cannot wait for our listeners to get to know you too. So go ahead, introduce yourself and tell them a little about you. Sure. I'll, I'll kick us off. I am Laura Schweitzer. I am one half of Shine Image Consulting, and I'm blessed to be able to do this with my best friend, my best gal pal, which probably is a good segue to talk about how we met. If you want to introduce yourself, sure. we chat about that. My name is Jacqueline. I am Arcari. I am the other half Shine Image Consulting, Laura's best friend. And when we first met Lauren, we did all ugly cry together, which I think is, is pretty rare when it comes to finding mm -hmm. and connecting with females. So we're just super grateful to be here, super grateful to have found Lauren. And we, Laura and I started Shine Image Consulting to essentially elevate a woman's image. So we do career consulting, we do style guidance, we do closet cleanouts essentially everything to take a woman from standard to shine when it comes to how they dress, how they mm -hmm. feel about themselves and how they express themselves. Yeah, I think for, for us, it is image can at times have a negative connotation and we want to take the negativity out of this concept of image and really empower women to take back control of how they show up for the world in a way that's authentic and meaningful to them. So we feel so blessed to be able to do that with women from all over and I've just really loved the journey all said well I can't wait to dive into that but I want to go back to where did this start for you ladies how did you connect and what kind of brought you together yeah for us uh, for us the D the D word brought us together divorce we uh went through so we work all back up. We work together in um, a financial services firm. We were we, there for a long time. Yeah, there for a long time. We had mutual friends, but we didn't necessarily know each other. And we just, by happenstance, happened to be on a mutual friend's birthday trip. And during that time together, you know, I learned that Jacqueline was going through a divorce or separation. I, in my brain, was also heading in that direction and over time it's really what actually brought us together was going through a really really big life change that was admittedly pretty scary and I think that you know we were in our early 30s at that point mm -hmm. so when you when you think about the typical path that people are doing at that yeah. age they're they're getting married they're having babies and we were kind of going the opposite right we had already gotten married Laura had her daughter mm -hmm. I was on the path to divorce and so I my, I'll speak for myself personally I, I felt really shamed because there was other women who were living this life that I wanted but I was not happy in my current situation and I knew I had to do something mm -hmm. about it but I was really scared to take those steps, even though in my gut, I knew it was the right thing to do. But finding your tribe during that time was tough for me. I just because my friends, they, they had a hard time, I think, being able to relate to what I was going through. And I was so gravitated to Laura because in such a dark time, mm -hmm. you could tell that she had 
even though she was hurting and going through a really hard time, you could tell how confident she was in her decision and on her path to move move forward. And truthfully, I was like, could we get drinks so we could talk? Because I, I want to feel that way too, because we're both doing what's best for us, but you're going about it in such a way that is doing what's best for you. And I was so worried about what other people thought and, oh my gosh, what's my family going to think? And so Laura was kind of like a pillar for me and wanting to pillar of strength during that time. Which that didn't happen, just happenstance, but I appreciate you. Mm. I mean, it certainly was built over time. I, I remember we had talked about it. Divorce has this like big scarlet letter D and that's why I say mm-hmm. it's a word. Yes. And I literally felt like walking around, like I had a big freaking D on my, Same. on my outfit, you know, yeah. and. And not, it wasn't Dior. Yeah. No. <laughs> Damn. Too bad, right? I can totally relate to that because it took me a while to even want to say the word divorce. Like I can remember the day, like Mm. obviously I do put a lot of my life out there with like coaching on social media. And I remember the day I can picture it sitting at my mom's kitchen table. It was still dark out that morning, Mm. making a post, finally having the D word in it. Yes. And just crying. It felt finally, like it felt real. So what is something you feel like you learned about yourself in that time? Oh my gosh. gosh. So much. So much. I I think for me, and this is something that I've, I've carried forward and I alluded a little bit to this, like I, even though I knew I was making the right decision and I could envision what I wanted my life to be, I was still looking for other people to say like, yeah, Jack, that's the right thing to do. Or I was looking for their approval their affirmation. And it was like, and I was so worried about giving their attention, my attention to them and having mm. to like over explain things when in reality during that time it was and ongoing. It was like, no, Jack, like, you know, the life you want, take every step you can to, to accomplish that life and take care of mm. yourself because you can still be loving about other towards other people and care about them, but putting all of your eggs in the basket of what they think about you is going to get you absolutely nowhere. And it took me to my early to mid thirties to really embrace that. And so I think the biggest lesson for me is like, you are the driver of your own happiness, not anybody else. I would agree. Similarly, uh, choosing you is okay. Mm -hmm. I, I know that for me, I personally just, I struggled around that decision of divorce. I was a, a mom, a newly minted mom. My daughter was up two, And I had this, I guess, point of view that, gosh, if I go down this path of divorce, I'm going to candidly ruin her life. That was really, really hard for me. God, I'm going to cry. That was hard for me um, to make that decision because. I just, I felt like I was going to ruin her and it took me a really long time to reconcile that the best life for my daughter is a life where her mom is happy, mm-hmm. where her mom is well ter- taken care of. And that took a really long time for me to recognize. And I subscribe to that to this day. I tell every woman on the planet, especially if you have kids, like the best life is one where you are the 
the center where you focus on you, you make decisions about you. And that doesn't mean that you don't love your child or your husband or your family or your career. But if you aren't good on the inside and doing the right things for you, nothing on the outside matters, like nothing, including being a really good mom. So that to me was the biggest life lesson that I will say is carried over in so many ways. Even I think starting your own business, that was a big part of it too. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for that, despite, you know, the emotional struggle and turbulence that that yes. period of life was. Yeah. And now look what you have, you know, role modeled for her. Mm-hmm. I think that's so powerful because it's like, okay, you took that hard time, you grew in to now this woman and now you created a business, which is so cool with your best friend. So let's talk about that. How did, so did you both get through your divorce before you started this business? Yeah. So it's funny because when we were, when we got together, you know, we were definitely, I think, supporting each other throughout our divorce, but then it kind of naturally turned into, well, we both have this deep love for fashion and Mm -hmm. we stand out a little bit. And what I mean by that is that we love shopping. We are always looking online at new styles. We like going to the mall. We both have daughters. We love shopping for them. Yeah, so we, we stuck out a little bit differently in our friends group. And so we gravitated towards each other. And I would send her my outfits of like, hey, I'm going to wear this today. Like, do you like it? Would you change anything? She would do the mm-hmm. same. We'd send each other like crazy outfits of like, do you think we could pull this off? Where could we wear this to? Mm-hmm. Like, we, it just got into a back and forth. And I think that was really a bright spot in some of the dark times because it was just lighter topics, frankly, and just... Yep we got to really dive into what our passions were. And so that went on for a few years, right? Our love of just fashion and huh. sharing ideas. And- well, it continues today. You know, I send Jack pictures every week of like, what do you think about this? And we equally push each other yes. in that way. Yes. But it is pretty neat when something that you love so much and something that you love that you grew up with, we both grew up in this, I don't want to say environment, but for lack of a better word, like grew up loving fashion together, Mm -hmm. influenced by our moms and seeing that play out. It's really what brought us together. But truly what I think fostered our relationship was we were both in executive level roles, working for a financial firm where we had the privilege of coaching women every single day. And we found ourselves often talking about what we were encountering as we coached women. And Mm-hmm. certainly a big part of that was coaching them on the professional aspects of their job. But it was so much more than that. It was hey, we have these really confident women that might be just missing one or two things to really elevate their image. And that, that brought us, I would say, even closer. It was like fashion ignited it and our professional lives, I, I think, solidified That's right. the friendship in that sense. Yeah, I love that. So how would you say the the whole fashion side helped you as you were growing into this new version of you and mm-hmm. with it also helping you have a newfound confidence? Oh, so many ways. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I just, I love getting dressed mm-hmm. and putting an outfit together is so much more than just pieces in your closet it's a creative outlet for for me personally and when 
you have a lot of big life changes that are happening in your life or this really demanding professional career, having that creative outlet as simple as it was in terms of bringing outfits together was just tremendously impactful for me personally. And I don't think that I recognized the level of impact, honestly, until COVID happened when, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, we were working from home. Maybe rolling out of bed and joining Zoom meetings, you know, really, really early. Getting ready and dressed every day was an, uh, not even an action that I took anymore. And I, I recognize the impact that that had on my self-esteem, my mood, that this creative outlet and something that I love doing so much that actually allowed me to express myself in a different way was not something that was happening all the time. And it was because of that where I knew I needed to make a change professionally. Yeah. And I think getting dressed and feeling good, like doing your hair, putting on an outfit, taking the time to do that. Oh, sometimes you feel so good. If you're in a funk, like I always say, go get ready. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that, Lauren. But actually a few days ago I had this. So on Monday, today's Wednesday, on Monday, you know, we, I had a lot of work I needed to get done. Laura and I didn't have like mm. any client meetings that day. So I literally could just sit on my laptop and, and get a bunch of stuff done. Coming off a little bit of a busier weekend, we have family staying with us. And there was part of me that was like, I just want to put my hair up and put on a sweatshirt and get stuff done. And then I was like, no, Jacqueline, like you need to practice what you mm. preach. Do you know how much better you are going to feel? Because for me, and this comes from my mom, getting ready is like a ritual. Like I, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I put on a podcast, mm. right? And I like take the time, you know, I do my hair and I do my makeup and I'll, you know, yeah. take a quick picture with my husband. Like it makes me feel so good. And I think it's really easy to be like, oh, I have nowhere to go today. I'm just going to put on whatever. And there is a certain element of, you know, you don't need to wear a ball gown, but like when you grab a pair of jeans mm. and a cool top and you put on some really badass earrings and do your makeup, you just feel so much better. And that is what Laura and I see all the time with women and what we used to coach women towards at, in our professional lives is because you may not realize this, but the impact of the way you look is affecting the way that you express yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. You are sitting up taller. You are not afraid to raise your hand. You are not afraid to speak up. You aren't shrinking yourself. Mm-hmm. And whether we like it or not, that is the that is impact, impacting the way people perceive us too. And we're not saying that it matters what other people think, but the perception does matter because that is going to affect the way that you are perceived and being able to sit up taller, talk more, be more confident, express yourself while also feeling your best inside. That is the best way expressed through we feel mm. style. Yeah. Let's talk about your philosophy a little bit. Sure. Tell me, tell me kind of what you take clients through. What is your main like motto or whatever you want to call it? Like, tell me a little bit about it. I think our main motto is when you shine, I shine and we all shine. Um, And what that really came from was not only women supporting women, but if women are, if they're having the, if they self-confidence is inside and they're expressing that through their outfit, that is empowering other women to do the same. And that is empowering, like it is a domino Mm -hmm. effect. And so 
when like even with Laura like there was one day Laura came over and she looked fantastic and I had on like jeans and something and I was like Laura you know what I'm gonna change it because you're you're empowering me to to dress up a little Mm. bit more and elevate myself right like because she was shining I wanted to shine too and that's really our whole philosophy is it starts it starts there because I think for us women they just want to know where to start, right? They just want to know where to begin. They want to know what, what to wear, what looks good, mm. right? And that goes in, I'll let Laura go into like our process. Um, but it starts with how do we take what you feel is basic and standard and elevate mm. you to shine? Because a lot of this stuff is basic, but it's just taking the time to recognize it and really, really think about and make it applicable for your life. To what Jacqueline said, certainly what's amazing about the work that we do when we consult with clients, and I'll share a little bit about our process, but we hear from clients all the time, this recognition that they know people are watching them mm-hmm. and not watching them in this like creeper status, yeah, right? Judging. It's more, hey, I know that somebody is looking at me for a level of being a role model, maybe somebody to... Um, get into business with maybe it's my daughter right my daughter's watching me and how i feel about myself and i share that with you because it's easy to lose sight of that and easy to fall into probably a repeated pattern of dismissing style in your life as kind of an extra thing when the reality is it can actually be a very big thing that impacts the way you not only feel about yourself but truly empowers and enables women more broadly. Uh, we play such a big role in that and how we present ourselves is a big part of that. But in terms of our process, what we will share, we always start with a consult with our clients. Uh, going, sometimes, sometimes there's tears in those consults. Oh, yeah. Too, right? 100%. On all sides. I believe it. Yeah. Because yeah. it is. Because you're talking about your body and any of the you know, uncomfortable things or when you do lack confidence. Yes. It's not as much as I'd like to say, we just shop for you. It is so much bigger than that. And to your point, Lauren, it's, we really want to know you. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about your style? How do you feel about your clothes, your wardrobe? And most important, how do you feel about yourself? Body. Inclusive of your body. Mm -hmm. And that's such an intimate and personal, uh, I would say experience, but it is critical whether it's we're helping you clean out your closet or we're helping you clean out your closet and finding your new style. It is such a critical part of the process. So we start there. And then once we we know about you, we get into the closet and we start looking at hey, what exists today. We'll have you try on pieces that you love. We'll have you style them. And during that process, we'll actually educate you on ways to elevate that outfit or maybe ways that that outfit might not best suit you and there's alternative approaches and we'll spend a lot of time in the closet Mm -hmm. probably five six hours on average and at the end of the day you'll have a cleaner closet we'll get rid of oh gosh you guys would probably tell me to throw half of my stuff away i hold on to way too many things well there is a sense of that too yeah yeah we uh, I'll, I'll go here for a second. We we have a lot of clients who will reach out to us and say, you know, I'm no longer the same size I was mm-hmm. a few years ago, or I, you know, I went through this life transformation. You know, how long do I hold on to clothes for before I try to, you know, find something new or go up a size or whatever it is? 
Um, and Laura and I spend a lot of like, we're all meant to go through transformations, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially women, right, with our bodies. And we walk through our clients, like, if you walk into your closet, and you don't feel joy, because you're like, oh, gosh, that doesn't fit me from, you know, two years ago, I like, yeah. oh, like, that is a sign that it's time to transform and continue to your transformation and your evolution. So really trying to reframe, reframe clients mindsets of it's not about that you can't fit into an outfit from two years ago. That outfit is, you're done with that outfit. It's not meant for you anymore. Mm. You're meant for something different and something better and something elevated. So we really try to help clients gear towards like getting out of like the beating yourself up because you're not a size from a few years ago to like, that's not meant for me anymore. It's time for Mm. something new. Or even clients that go through like body transformations where they've lost, I don't know, 50, 100 pounds because we've had those clients. Yeah. And when you hold on to older pieces, the mental drain of that and physical drain, because you're stuck in this mindset of that was the body that I will always have. And so we'll often, what if I go back there? What if I go back there? And so there's just a lot of power at rethinking and reframing your, how you feel about your clothes and what you think about them. And I think the whole message here is like, style is so important. Right. Like this is not just about, oh, I'm going to go buy all the clothes and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I'm going to buy the fancy purse. It, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It, but it, it, it affects the mood, the way you carry yourself, the way you leave the house, the way your children look at you, the way other women mm-hmm. look at you, way, the way your fellow colleagues are like, oh my gosh, like I want to shine like that. Like it's so much deeper. And that's mm-hmm. really part of our mission. It's like, it's not about buying the latest and greatest fashion. It is about having believing that you are confident and loving yourself and expressing that through style. I think that's a point we should touch on because I know we talked about that before is um, we all have daughters too. So I think it's so much power in paying attention to the way you talk about your body. So true. So if you have clothes that maybe don't, I don't know how you guys would say this verbiage, but like, you know, that just don't maybe fit your figure as much or like, um, you know, I'm more curvy with short legs. So it's like, okay, what makes me feel good and what looks good on my shape? Like knowing those things. So when you go look in the mirror, you're not beating yourself down, especially if you have these kids around that are hearing the way you talk about your body. Yes. A hundred percent. And the way you talk about other women's bodies. One yeah. of the, the cool parts that I love doing with clients is after we've stepped into the closet, Lauren, we will actually full on take your measurements. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I laugh whenever I tell this because I mean, I couldn't remember the last time I took my measurements or even had a measuring tape. I had to go on Amazon. But once I elevated my own personal style, I recognize the importance of surely just measuring your body and understanding because you're more than just a size. Every person is a unique individual with a unique set of measurements that is your shine size. And we will spend time with clients to understand that, to help then educate them on, hey, you can wear whatever you want to wear, especially if it makes you feel good. However, if you're trapped or you're not sure, there are clothing items that really elevate you in the best possible way because of your shine size. And so we'll spend time educating our clients on that. That's and that's at the end of the day, that's what they want to know. Like what looks good on me so that they feel good. And then it breaks that cycle of questioning 
Yeah. Well, and just having someone else be able to put things together for you, because I feel like I'm really bad at just buying random pieces. I'm like, Oh, I love this shirt. And then I get home and I'm like, what the heck am I going to wear on the bottom? Yeah. So I love that you guys can put a whole complete outfit together. Um, and I know we had talked about even confidence as a businesswoman or mm-hmm. going to like events or that kind of thing. So I think we should touch on that of just that confidence in how you look and how you feel and how that can then elevate. Maybe, you know, if you still have a little insecurity, nerves, any of that going to an event, but how feeling good in your body and what you have on can elevate your confidence altogether. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also, I mean, this is, this is minor, but we would not dismiss it. It's a conversation starter, Mm -hmm. right? Like we were coaching. I love that. Especially if you feel like nervous and like how to, have all these different conversations, especially at a networking yes. event. Yes. A hundred percent. Like we were saying, like, even when we go to networking events, we, we always compliment women on their, their earrings or their outfits mm-hmm. or their boots or their shoes. Like it's a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Women love to feel complimented. And also like, I, I love style. So like when I go and see other women's style, I'm like, Oh my gosh, tell me where you got that. I love this. How does it make you feel like I, but that is almost you're leading with, pure heart and compliments and building a relationship genuinely, which allows you to then go into other conversations, other parts of the conversation. But I would say that's like a, such a basic tip. But if you're going to a network event, like really pay attention to what you wear, mm-hmm. because you're not only going to stand taller and be more confident and want to make eye contact with people, but have some conversation starter pieces because and look for those conversation starter pieces in other people when you engage with them. And what you'll likely recognize is not only do they have a really great outfit on that or something that they're wearing that you admire, but I guarantee you there's something about them that exudes a sense of like radiance and confidence Mm -hmm. that actually presents a really personalized opportunity to directly connect with someone. That's right. So when we, we see women all the time that are wearing something great and we undoubtedly will compliment what they're wearing and compliment the signal that they're giving That's other right. women, right? And it's typically radiance, it's confidence. And so it helps, I found even for myself, but other women tie the connection between style and this elevated sense of self-esteem, which at the end mm. of the day is at the core of an elevated image. It's the self-confidence and self-esteem is really what drives your personal brand, your image, and style is a fuel for that. And it's easy to overlook it for sure. Or dismiss it. Yep. Yeah. Especially if you have no idea where to start. I would, now I'd almost be embarrassed if you guys looked in my closet. Oh, no, no. no. I mean, there's stuff embarrassing in my closet and I style people. So yeah, don't fret. No. Yeah. So if someone feels like they have no idea where to start, is there any like pieces that you are like, okay, maybe a few of these would be a good place to start? Like any go-to's? Any advice? I'm going to give you the answer of it depends. (laughs) Um, I'll say, I'll answer it with it depends. And then we could just talk about like typical things that we go and shop for, for staples. The reason Lauren, that it it depends is everybody does have a unique shine side. So not all um, items are optimized for everybody's shine size. And so that's, you know, while I say it in jest, certainly why it does depend is it is unique to every single person. With that said, there are typical staple pieces that we will source for clients that might 
stylistically of different elements given their shine size. I mean, I would say before we get into some, some of the specific items, I would also say that knowing your shine size, especially in the, the way that the social media and fashion and style world is yes. right now is so critical because you have influencers and they showcase their outfits or they showcase mm -hmm. what they bought at Target or Express or all these things. And we certainly do that too. We share our outfits for inspiration for our community and also on like an education, mm -hmm. with an education focus of this is how we would style this outfit. But what I wear doesn't work for Laura. What Laura wears doesn't work for me, vice versa and everything. So we we take that influencer world of, of sharing outfits with a little bit of just a point to remember that that may not work for you. And it's not about getting discouraged of like, oh my gosh, that outfit looks amazing on her. Mm -hmm. And on me, it doesn't look right. It's like really own, take ownership of your style. Like measure your, use measuring shape tape, tape mm -hmm. find out what your shine size is. We'll do a complimentary consultation with you. We'll meet with you and talk through it because you want to be empowered and educated so that when you walk into stores or you're looking online at different pieces, you're like, oh, that may work for me. Or I don't know about this. Or how can I make this work yeah. with something else? That empowerment is so huge. And it allows you to look at style in the influencer world and say like, wow, I love that for inspiration. I don't know if that works for me. Maybe it does. Instead of like, why don't I look like that in this outfit? Yeah, we were oh, just so good a client yesterday and um, who we did a, a huge overhaul for for a closet, basically replaced her whole wardrobe. And the most impactful thing she said yesterday was, I have no desire to shop and I'm not necessarily influenced by the influencers anymore. And I share that with you and, and maybe that resonates with the community where, I mean, I've been there, we're on Instagram, we Same. see a picture and I'm like, that looks so cute. I, 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 need I that. want it. And that's great. And then you get it and you're like, oh God, that doesn't look right. Like, that doesn't look <laughs> and then you beat yourself up because it doesn't yeah. look right. Mm -hmm. So knowing your shine size really empowers you to be, you know, focused on what your style is, wise with your money and time. And a key part, again, why we like to focus on clients. I love that. Oh, but pieces that we typically oh, go after. Oh yeah. Like, Give us a few. So the first, if this goes overlooked, you would not know bra. Mm -hmm. Like, after you take your measurement, like go get fitted for a really good bra and have your a good bra in nude and black and one strapless bra. Like, I mean, if you're going to start with the basics, right? Like you can go into, but really, really investing in a good bra because like you can, we can style you in certain outfits, but if you don't have that foundational support and number and also comfort. Mm -hmm. what we style you in is not going to be able to be maximized to your best ability if you don't have a bright lower so like yep. starting with the bra it sounds so big but it's, it's so it's so true especially because so, if you hold on to them too long and they lose that like good fit that they're meant to have yeah yes. that's that's a good one yeah yep. you should be replacing your bras sadly because i know they're not cheap Seriously. um every six months most likely right it's they don't, they don't last. You yeah. know, they lose last. And that makes such a difference too of how you feel when you get a new fresh bra that actually fits you right. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many, I, I love the innovation that's been done in the like the undergarment world or lingerie world. Like there's actually underwire that is comfortable now. Mm. Like there's no better feeling than taking your bra off at the end of the day. Like I get it. True. I like throw mine around <laughs> like a lasso. I, I get it. But, <laughs> but I like, but there, there have been steps made to make them really, really comfortable and mm -hmm. smooth. And so they're literally just lifting you and elevating you and being comfortable. 
Yeah. So we would definitely start there. What else? So from there, investment jeans. Yeah. Go invest in a good pair of jeans. And don't be afraid to try a variety of different brands, styles, and sizes. Not all jeans are created equal. Um, our favorite jeans right now that we source at a reasonable price point for people is actually Express. We love Express jeans, which sounds crazy because I, I don't think I had stepped foot in there since college, Same. but they've changed, uh, changed their clothing. And so it's a really great place to start if you need some good jeans that are reasonable. Um, and certainly there's, we would say higher end jeans that are, are great too. So it's just you're starting a, out. Get a good pair, good pair of jeans. You can never go wrong with that. And I think as women, we've gravitated towards skinny jeans for a long time. And certainly there's a place for skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. We push our clients to try straight leg jeans and all different shades of denim and and maybe black and gray, cream colored, all of jeans. Like we really kind of stretch our clients to try different colors. You can try wide leg, you can try Mm -hmm. cropped. And certainly depending on your shine size, there's styles that it complement you more than others and that's what we work with our clients on but at least if you're so used to always going towards skinny jeans and I just say skinny jeans because a lot of our clients use that we would, mm-hmm. you know yeah. recommend try, just take a little bit of step into the straight leg jean world or wide leg and try that yeah for a next step and then I would say the last thing it's not necessarily going to be an item per se but more of a universal philosophy that it makes sense, honestly, regardless of what your shine size is, is don't be afraid to accentuate your waist. We see time and time again. um, And again, I've fallen victim to this. I am a quote unquote plus size woman where it may feel more comfortable to hide my waistline or my stomach area. But the reality is your waist and accentuating your waist creates a silhouette that is typically looks outstanding on almost every single body size that you are. And so it, it, I share that because it's pretty universal regardless of your your, your size. We ha- aim to help women build confidence to show the beauty of their waist because everybody is beautiful for sure. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I do share that. That's mm-hmm. my favorite one. No, those are all great tips, especially if it feels overwhelming right now for the listeners because I know even – for me, sometimes that's why I don't do certain yep. things because I'm like, I don't know where to start. So I think those are great tips to get started. I feel like we all can go throw away our bras right now and go buy new ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can, most of us can agree to that. Yep. Same. But yeah. I absolutely love what you guys are doing for ladies oh, and helping us yeah. all just love our bodies as we are and feel more confident and know that any size we can put on these clothes and feel fabulous. That's right. And if I could share, Lauren, something that's been eye-opening for for me doing this work, and Jacqueline and I talk about it all the time, there are clothes for everybody. And the reason I share that is, again, the influencer community or models and magazines, it it can be very easy to feel left out. Yep. It can feel very easy to feel not represented. In some cases, you may not be represented in the visual elements of your size when you go to a store, you look in a magazine. With that said, 
retailers are getting so much better around inclusivity. So whether you're petite, or you're super tall, you're uh, curvy, if you are plus size or extended size, like there, there are clothes for everybody. There's a way to achieve style. And we take that really seriously. Yes. So we, we have a blog where we write all about like our philosophy around shine sizing. Mm -hmm. And we spend a lot of time sourcing retailers that are shine size inclusive. And we tend to gravitate towards those retailers. And, and we don't want retailers who only have like three or four pieces. No, like yeah. we want collections for our clients so that they are able to feel included and celebrated mm. and that they have options no matter what shine size is. So that's probably one of the best parts about our job when we're not with clients that we spend a lot of time researching. Mm. Like what's the latest What brand. a fun thing to research. <laughs> I know we were exactly, yeah, we were in Las Vegas a few weeks ago at a fashion conference where that's what was our goal. One of our goals was like, how do we not only see what trends are coming up that we want to bring to our clients and discover new brands, but what brands are inclusive for all shine sizes so that we can make sure that we are celebrating every yeah. shine size and every body type that ourselves and our clients mm -hmm. have. That's awesome. And I think it's so important. So I love what you guys are doing. Is there any last words that you want to leave our listeners with? Oh, man. I, I have to go back to our motto. When you shine, we we shine, we all shine, right? So I, I can't underscore the importance of that enough, um, particularly as women. We are watching each other. We're looking constantly for role models and leveling up and achieving that elevated sense of self. And when we all take steps to individually shine, we truly do believe that everybody shines from that. And come follow us at Shine Image Consulting on yep. Instagram. Message us. We love hearing from the community and can't wait to get to know you and help elevate your style. So is that the main way that our listeners can find you on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram or our website at shineimageconsulting.com. We're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We also do a lot of professional coaching as well. So whether it's help with presentations, career transitions, uh, sales coaching. We come from that in that world. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn there as well for some of those professional resources. So if they want to do a con consultation now that they just got all this amazing yep. information, they can contact you on Instagram, get in your DM, say hello and book a consult, right? Yeah. Yep. Let you yep. ladies go through our closets. Yes, that's right. That's all With cocktails. It's our know. favorite place to be. Yeah. We're in right, right, right now. I appreciate you ladies so much for taking the time and sharing all of this. You're doing beautiful work in the world. So thank you. Thank you. Right back at you, Lauren. It was an honor. And thank, we're so grateful that you asked us, that we connected, that we cried together, and that you asked us to be on your podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank it you. means more than we can express. Of course. I'm so happy to share you with our community. And now we can all rock some beautiful style together and shine together even better. Yeah. Love it. We can all shine together. Yeah. So for our listeners, as always, stay cheeky.